Welcome to the Patient Flow Podcast, powered by teletracking. On today's episode of the Patient Flow Podcast, we continue our conversation with Kathy Menefee, a consultant with teletracking's advisory services team. Kathy and Susan expand on critical steps towards improved patient flow. Let's listen in. Kathy, could you discuss how a comprehensive patient flow management plan can really help a health system track their opportunities and successes? Really, the the power that is with that comes with data. Sure, I'll be happy to. And just for everyone listening, a comprehensive patient flow management plan is really looking at all services and all areas that have the ability to impact flow and ultimately capacity into one specific approach. At the very least, you are looking at patient placement, environmental services, emergency department, transportation, bed placement, case management. Typically, the areas that you would also see, by the way, represented on your your patient flow council. I should mention, too, that some organizations think about centralizing those services into a single centralized patient flow management center. You'll hear these called command centers or centralized logistics centers, which may even include ground or air transport services, utilization review, and other departments. But really, the goal of having this plan is to effectively manage supply and demand for inpatient services within a hospital or across a system or an enterprise. So there's a couple of key components to the plan, and Susan mentioned one, which is the measurement component. That really forms the backbone of your patient flow management plan. You have to have those process measures that I mentioned earlier, and those are the things that tell you whether or not your team is really using the technology and using the best practices. And then you have the outcome metrics as well, which come later. And I always tell organizations, focus on process metrics. Focus on those lead metrics first, then your outcomes will come. But both of these are necessary to measure what's going on in the organization, the use of the technology, the use of the best practices. So if you look at the two other components of a plan like this, it would be that you have a single technology platform. Why? That's really the key to success of such an effort as well. That's where teletracking comes in. So if you have an information system that's used by all of these areas I mentioned earlier, that backs everything up with real-time data, every process, every point and interaction along the way, and also give all of the team members the ability to communicate key information in one system, that really is the best case scenario. And then the third piece of a comprehensive patient flow management plan is helping your team understand that a 24-7 approach must be embedded in that plan. Teams have to understand that managing patient flow and creating capacity is not a Monday through Friday or 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. responsibility. So effective yet efficient bed meetings or bed huddles are a good way to have information sharing occur, support collaboration necessary to drive your plans for patient placement and patient accommodation. But the measurement piece is really the backbone of a comprehensive patient flow management plan. And Kathy, I have one bonus question. Could you please share a recent example that you've personally witnessed of an improved patient flow strategy? I sure can. And I'm I'm so glad you asked. This is so timely, Susan, because it's the client that I visited last week. 
it's a large academic medical center serving a significant population across an entire state. And so as you can imagine, turning a ship literally this large can be quite a challenge and take longer. So challenging. And so what this organization decided to do was what I call light several small fires throughout their hospital to literally ignite their improvement process for patient flow. They have exceptional leadership in place, speaking about that patient flow champion on the senior leadership level. And they also have a high level of physician engagement. So what they did was start several small tests of change in various areas around various processes in the organization. And really those have come together in the space of about 90 days to make a big fire, so to speak. So what we have now is really engaged the entire hospital. Their metrics are moving in a positive direction and they've really lit up the entire hospital. They, um, for example, reduced their ED boarding by almost 4,500 hours in the past year. They had 230 more transfer center requests now coming in monthly that they're able to accommodate, and they reduced their ready-to-move to assign times by 50%. So I'm, I'm just so very happy for them. They have a lot of strong pieces and parts in place, but I think the fact that those small fires have really come together now to engage the entire hospital and show through small tests of change that improvement can occur is making a significant difference. So again, great question and I'm so glad you asked. They're, um, they're moving forward and it's wonderful to see. Thank you for listening to the Patient Flow Podcast powered by Teletracking. We take pride in bringing you insightful conversations with the leading experts in patient flow, as well as tips on industry best practices to help ensure patients get the right care in the right place at the right time.